Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman they were designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their stories. Hi Liv, how are you? Hi Jess, can you hear? Yes, perfectly. Good. Yes. Hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Jess and Liv show. Um, <laughs> how about, uh, yeah. How about we flip it around today and I'll interview you. Okay. Let's All go. Right. Yep. So um, thanks for listening everyone. Um, Jess has just come back from two weeks in the States and where she went on a lovely trip with a hubby skiing in Colorado and then um, at the last minute decided to tack on a wonderful retreat that Blessed As She put together. Um, Blessed As She are a group of young American women, um, passionate young American women. Um, and I think, what, 400 women from around the country flew to yep. Arizona for this mm-hmm. conference. Is that right? Retreat? Yep. 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 Okay. And so you just tell us about it. Okay. Well, it was, um, it wasn't, it was not intentional and it ended up being um, divinely uh, navigated, I suppose. Many parting of the Red Sea moments, as a friend later described to me he said that's that's like the parting of the red sea there you better go um because I wasn't meant to go oh oh, not meant to go I wasn't going padded book tickets to the states like 11 months ago I've been in um talks with Beth um from Blessed Is She for many months and you know things came to a head and she said why don't you just come out here um come to a retreat I said oh I can't afford it you know I can't just you know, pick up six and leave. Kids, yeah. Six children. <laughs> yeah, I can't just go. Anyway, she, I said, when is it? And she rattled off the dates and it just so happened to be at the end of our trip to the States. Um, we were meant to go home the day it started and I put it to my husband and I said, uh, can I go? Do you think we could, you know? And he said, well, well, he didn't say anything for a week. <laughs> he sat on it for a while yeah and um and then he came said to me one night he said well if you can change the flights and it not cost us the earth you can go so I immediately got on the phone to American Express and I said look we have these flights can I is there a way I can change them without it costing the earth and she said oh well actually Qantas have imposed an unscheduled flight change to that flight which means you can actually change your flights without it costing a cent. So that was, wow. yeah, there was the first parting of the Red Sea. Mm. Um, and then there were a few. I can hear myself in the background um, in your house. It's, it sounds okay here. Okay, no worries. I'll keep talking. Um, anyway, so I went and we're on our way to um, – phoenix from denver i was sitting there at the gate with my ticket thinking i cannot believe i'm going like i feel like i know these women and i've never actually physically met them Mm. only via skype and um i looked at the ticket and there was no seat number on our seat and i said to pat we don't have a seat number 
And he said, oh, I'll go and ask them what that means. Anyway, apparently they overbooked the flight all the time. and they Intentionally. Yeah. And um, they kind of count on people pulling out or not making their flight or whatever. And it was just wait and see whether you got a seat. And I was sitting there uh, like in the at the gate in the terminal thinking, God, you have not brought me halfway across the world to not get me, to leave me oh, in Denver like Airport. Six. Yeah, I was choking back tears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of oh. I kind of knew, you know, kind of you hope, yeah, you trust really. It was such an act yeah. of trust that I will get on that flight. But there was that tiny bit of my human uh, brokenness, I suppose, that thought maybe I'm not going to get on there. Anyway, mm-hmm. they, there was about 30 of us mulling around waiting for our names to be called to board. Um, we were the last two seats on that plane. So yeah. so I did the ugly cry. <laughs> <laughs> did you give us a rendition? No, we need that on video. No. <laughs> you can imagine. It was, it, was oh, like, it was like a stifled one. So I think the more you stifle it, the worse worse it gets but you heave you heave that's it like heavy chest (laughs) but in god's sense of humor pat got first class i got the back of the plane no way yeah well he was like seat number 10 i was like 310 anyway uh i didn't care i was going um they had to de-ice the plane which took another half an hour um, anyway, from so the time was ticking. This this retreat started at six thirty, and it was I think four o'clock, and we were still sitting on the tarmac in Denver. No. Yeah, I think it's a two-hour flight. <laughs> so yeah, time was against me. Anyway, pa- you guys never do things by halves, do you? Mm-hmm. Like we're always there three hours early, and you always scrape through as the gates closing. Mm-hmm. I have run through the airport with. Many times. I think that's why I am so anxious about airports because I'm constantly mm. running. Anyway, to cut a long story short, Pat says to me when we get to Phoenix, why don't you just catch a taxi straight there now because, you know, it's already started pretty much. I said, I cannot make my maiden voyage from Australia. The, the girl that's travelled halfway around the world cannot turn up at the Blessed Is She retreat in jogging gear. In active wear. <laughs> So my vanity got the better of me Um, and I went to the hotel, threw clothes off, threw clothes on, jumped in an Uber and kind of organised myself in the Uber on the way and I was only 10 minutes late. (laughs) That's that's brave just there. I couldn't do an Uber on my own. Yeah. (laughs) In in a foreign country. I took many guardian angels, I think. I I, uh, Yeah. Um, But I, I turned up. That already started and as soon as I walked in those doors I felt at home it was mm. it was so beautiful and I saw Beth out of the corner of my eye who we have been talking with each other so we know what each other look like and mm. she just came up wrapped her arms around me and it was like we'd always been friends it was so um what's the word uh, I wasn't alone. It was it was universal. It was a universal sisterhood yeah. moment. Oh. There you go. 
Like, Chucks, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. Lovely. Yeah. And then the tears started from then on in. <laughs> started? They started back in Denver. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, they actually started back in LA, which I'll, it's, it's my joy. So I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Yeah. So what what was the topic? Like so the called? retreat was called Shine. So they take on a a, a theme every year, um, mm-hmm. and it was Shine, and it's that you're His and you were made to shine. So you know, it's time that you stood out from the shadows and shared uh, shared that light of Christ with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's calling your name, and and I think that was. He knows my name like that. I know I'm a cradle Catholic. I've been brought up in the faith. But to really understand or comprehend that he knows your name, for heaven's sakes. Mm. He knows us Mm. better than we know ourselves. I know, and it's hard to get to that understanding. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's taken me 42 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the speakers were incredible. Who, who spoke and what about? So we had um, Beth spoke. Um, she spoke on, it was all, all themes to do with light and being the light. Mm. So she spoke on seeing how, how we see the light and how we relate to Jesus. And um, we can't actually act or we can't do anything unless we, um, he's in our heart. Um, yeah, she spoke really sincerely and honestly and beautifully about trusting him. Um, mm. She was beautiful. Um, Michelle Benzinger, who is from Abiding Together, and um, Heather Kim, they both spoke and they were incredible. Really such beautiful women who have real hearts for women, for um, under- so those, understanding. So those two... Those two ministries or those two groups, Blessed is She and Abiding Together, Hmm. are they in different parts of the country or how are they connected? Is it just through Catholic women? Yeah, I think that's how they've ended up connecting through, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just their ministries for women. But um, Blessed is She is from Arizona. That's where Jenna, Mm -hmm. the founder, is from. And Abiding Together is a podcast of three women um, one who's in Texas, who's a nun, Sister Miriam. One mm-hmm. who is in Florida, Michelle, and the other one is from Canada, Heather. Yeah. And okay. incredibly um, gifted women um, who know understand human nature and are not afraid to be themselves. Yeah. Truly inspirational. Yeah. So just. Um... To put a bit of perspective, when when you had your um, moment on Ed Rock, <laughs> um, when was that? that Two that, October's ago, last October. No, that was in May last year. So May last year, so almost a year. Yeah. So I was from that moment. I knew I kind of had to do this podcast, and I don't, yeah. Anyway, it's grass. Yes. Yeah, so it it was from listening to these two groups, if I'm correct, yeah. um, that you just felt inspired and you felt like Australia needed something local where yeah. Australian women were telling their story a bit like they are on these podcasts. Is that, yeah. is that, well, am I right? Yeah. I, I just felt such a connection to these women and 
they um, encouraged me so much and I didn't even know them. And they were across the other side of the world and I thought, really, we've got nothing like this here. If we could, and, and they've done such, like these are, they've got hundreds of, of follow, thousands of followers who listen mm. to them and encourage them and um, grieve with them, uh, uh, you know, rejoice with them and just share their faith, which is so, um, that, that ability to connect is so desperately needed and um, we needed an Australian voice, I think. I, I think mm. Americans kind of can grind on Australians because we are so, we're not as um, animated, I suppose, as they are mm. and we can kind of see it as cheesy when it really it's not, it is just them. And thank God it's very them. sincere. You're right. It is, yeah, it is sincere, but it's different. It's not our way. No, we're much more reserved. And I found, like, that they opened my eye when I spoke to Heather. I said, I feel like you have kind of taken the scales off my eyes. Like I have been a Catholic my whole entire life. I have always kept my faith, but it was very cerebral and it was very um, catechism. I knew. I know my faith. But knowing something and having a heart for it or, or it resonating in your heart are two very different things. And mm. they had connected that and I wanted that and I got that. Like it was, the tears were just flowing because I, weren't too, I wasn't <laughs> sad. I wasn't, um, there was no, I wasn't ashamed. It was no guilt. It was just tears, pure joy. Um. And I did kind of think they probably think this basket case from Australia can't stop crying. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. But it was Here this... we are thinking they're the emotional ones that wear their heart on their sleeve, we're reserved, and then you come over and blabber all over them. Yeah, well, I, I was just blabbering to myself. like, But they were just rolling <laughs> down my face and I could not stop them. And it was so mm. cathartic, like... To see 400 women line up for confession and to come out of the confession, like there were 10 priests because that would take days because women like to talk, but to see mm. them come away from the confessional with unashamedly had been crying but the broad smiles, like it was just such freedom. Mm. You, don't, you don't see that ever. No, no. I mean, I must admit... Um, you know, I, I've said on the podcast before I went to the Universal Sisterhood um, oh. conference back in March last year. Not Universal. That's this. You went oh, to sorry. The... It's just Sisterhood. Yeah. Australian. It was an international Catholic women's conference. Yeah. Um, I think it's just called Sisterhood. Um, and I saw it there. And, you know, I've been to um, local retreat, you know, like different um, groups within Australia hold their own retreats and their own conferences and um you know, and and everyone does things differently. Um, and so what I'm trying to get at is it is there in Australia, mm. but you have to go and search for it. You have to go and search for the thing that touches your heart. Mm. That, mm. Um, and and you, you saying, oh, you don't see it. Well, it is there. I saw it at that conference. Yeah. I saw 300 women going to confession and they were all from different walks of life, different Catholic groups. But, yeah, you do, you know, I had to travel for that. There were women from Western Australia that flew to New South Wales for that conference. You've got to make the effort. Yeah. Well, that's what's that um, saying? Um, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I heard someone say the other day, well, 
no, the, the grass is greener on the other side, but it's it's not really. It's only if you water it and if you maintain it. That's where the green, that's where the growth comes from. It's not going to do it on its own. Yeah. No, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, but I think this kind of, this conference, I knew, I knew God was a good father, but I didn't know him as a person. And mm. they helped to reintroduce who God really is in my life. And quite simply, he is just love. He, yeah. he gazes at us. And to understand that um, and to really know that and encounter that is, is so transformative. Um, mm. And I think that shine kind of topic was that he shines lights in those places of our lives of darkness, of sin, of worry, of anxiety, inadequacy because mm-hmm. we realize that these are the places that he needs to shine for us like for real he he actually gets to transform those places so if those dark places mm-hmm. aren't transformed we transmit them to others mm-hmm. it's actually um a lovely idea to have a um, a one word I mean you've talked about this as your one word for the year but a one word for a um, retreat as well yeah it gives the it a focus not... yeah it did my word was arise at the one I went and um, you know it was to to arise to stand up to be the hope in the world and um, mm. you know it just it just gives you you're right it gives you a focus and something to work on for the year and yeah he actually yeah one of the points that um, Heather made was that if we let um God into those dark places, into the that shame, or into that just into the habitual sin. He gets to shine, and he gets to be a savior. Like that's who he is, and that's who we are crying out for someone to save us. And he's already there. Yeah. Like we we, yeah. we use him as our last ditched effort. Like we can do it on our own. I don't need any help. And and then like year after year, we're we're striving, and we don't get there, and we just crumble. Just, just ask, mm. just welcome him into those places of, of hurt and, and yeah. get him to do the heavy lifting. I love that saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is so true. Like, you know, time after time you hear of stories of people on their deathbed um, and they find Christ and that is beautiful and, and you hope that for every person that they find Christ at the end of their life at least, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, before would be great, but if, if at the very end of their life, that's wonderful. But, you know, you tend to, in a struggle, in a, in a situation like that, to go to God. Yeah, um, and it's your last ditch yeah, effort. It's not your kind of, your natural instinct is, I can do this, I can white knuckle it, I can do it by myself, I don't need help. We all need, we yeah. all need help. We can't do a thing on our own. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's the thing I struggle with, I've got to say. Um, I, I tend to do things on my own back and not ask for help and I, I flounder <laughs> miserably. We do. But that's what he's mm. there for. He's, yeah. he's waiting. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. What else? Um, what other pearls of wisdom did I get? Oh, well, we were talking about the, um, I know the church is in a, in a really difficult state at the moment. But um, Michelle was trying to say that the church is the bride of Christ and um, for so long she has been this sleeping beauty. But now 
with the light shining in on the darkness, on the dark places, and, and there have been some horrific things that have come out of the Catholic Church, yeah. but there's also been such goodness. And mm. and that gets overshadowed by the darkness and we need to show shine light on the darkness and, and bring it, clean it, bring it out and start again. And who better to, who prepares a bride, she was saying, um, are women. And the women are the ones that have to stand up and and shine. Um, I just found that so, uh, tears mm. again, I was crying. Um, <laughs> there, were, there were many tears. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Actually, I that that's really nice for me this week because I've had a tough week, I must admit, mm. um, with uh, everything that's happened in the church in Australia mm. and Cardinal Pell being convicted of two counts of abuse mm. uh, this week or last week. Um, it really... It, really shocked shocked me and I was really saddened by the verdict um as you know and and I wrote this like I thought about it for days whether I should give my opinion or not mm. um because it's you know people get offended by anything <laughs> ethical moral <laughs> opinions on online um and and I did I didn't want to offend any relatives I didn't want to offend any friends but in the bottom of my heart I felt a bit like what you just said. I wanted to shine a light on Pell and he he married mm. us 17 years ago um, and we've had a lot, my husband's family have had a lot to do with him for 45 years pretty much. He was um, my husband's family's parish priest for a long time in Ballarat. Um, Paul had a lot to do with him in Melbourne with the Thomas More Society Um then he married us and we've had him to our house for dinner. We've been out to dinner with him on occasions. And I just, I know he is a good man. I know he is a holy man. And I just feel, you know, I can't, I can't make a judgment. Only the courts can. But well, I just, I feel like he's a modern martyr and he's taken a hit for the sins of these mm. monsters that have gone before mm. him. And, um, you know, and I... You've just got to be so careful because it's it's tragic that these victims have suffered, you know, been been through hell, and they can they will continue to suffer, and that's that's tragic. But putting the wrong person behind um, bars isn't going to aid their suffering. That that that's that's right. But as you know, Christians and and particularly the Catholic Church, we are just hounded and hounded like. Yeah. You know, this last two decades, we have just well forever. The church has always been attacked. Yeah persecuted it was never going to be easy we knew that but um I just feel like we're um you know they just go for us it's like Christians they're good people they're not going to fight back um or or they're they're blindly led or they're brainwashed or they're blindly exactly exactly yeah so anyway I put up my my thoughts on Pell this week on social media and um I had two friends um rebuke it on on their Facebook pages but it was clearly to me just saying you know one of them said that I've used public profile to cast doubts over the outcome of the trial Um, and you know in in doing so it makes victims less likely to come forward and that that's not my intention at all and I read an article by Amanda Vanstone who was the former immigration minister and you know she openly admits that she's sceptical of organised religion um, and and yet she said that before she met Pell, she presumed he was like just 
a stubborn, arrogant conservative. Male. <laughs> white white male. privilege, um, male. <laughs> yeah, and, and pretty much just at odds with her views on homosexuality and abortion, mm. um, you know, incapable of moving on with the times, etc. And yet she, had, she met him in Rome um, when she was the immigration minister, so I guess 2007, thereabouts, and then she met him again during Wealth Youth Day, which was the following year. Um, and she said her views completely changed. And she said he was intelligent, cordial, civil in disagreement. Mm. Um, and he was oh, he just went over the top to help her. She had some issues in Rome with some friends. I must I don't know, she didn't elaborate on on the circumstances, but she said he was so gracious and willing to help her in that time. Um and she said it's just crazy, it's outrageous to suggest that the truth as we know it as individuals cannot be spoken, that these people, yeah. um, that mainstream media are attacking us for having a voice. Mm. Um, and yet in court in Australia and all over the world, character references are given all the time to give a like a, an informed... Um, or a balanced view. A balanced view yeah. of, of the... Um, character of the person yeah. yeah exactly so um yeah I just I guess I was trying to shine a light on that um good for you and but yeah it's it's really tough because you're just constantly beaten down as a as a Catholic and more so well as a Christian but more so a Catholic it's just yeah. constant at work last Friday I was um sort of yeah, they knocked me at, well, one of the teachers knocked me as I left for work on Friday afternoon and told me just to go off and pray with all my Catholic friends. And I was just... Mm, so condescending. I, yeah. I and, and I was actually shocked and I just didn't... Um, I probably just wasn't in the headspace. I wasn't expecting it at all. I'd just come out of class and I wasn't expecting it and I was wrapping up my Friday afternoon and I, I just didn't have the <laughs> strength to argue back and... In you know, I've had a think about it over the weekend, and hopefully, I get the chance to chat one on one with this bloke um, this week. Yeah. Um, well, not, Liv, not, I'm here. Not to be aggressive. But... I'm here to say, go for it. Take up your mission because there was nothing more powerful than seeing a room, four hundred women, um, all ages and stages, who were willing to stand up and 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 lead the charge or shine a light and it doesn't have to be massive it just has to be simple things yeah you know um yeah. smile be be, com be be they were confident and they were not ashamed to stand up for what they believed in regardless of the the um the uh response mm. and and i think it was they encountered jesus so we had um Adoration was something I could, I, I have never experienced in my life. I've been to many adorations um, mm. of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, but this was um, packed church. So, in, so every second pew was filled. So every, there was a, 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 a spare pew. And I, was thinking, I didn't understand why that was at first, but it became apparent to me after we sang, like, there was a five-piece band, worship songs, songs that were applicable to me to now, like songs that meant something that really were soul-stirring. I mean, mm. we did sing, we sang in Latin as well. Like they had, the, they had everything. It, yeah. Um, and I think that's important 
I think so important. I think to have a, um, you know, to, for for children to realize that that our church is big. It's it's alive. It's, it's alive. There's hope in our church, and there are so many different um, opportunities to worship in yep. a way that suits you. And you know, going back to the Blessed Sacrament, I've you know I've been to exposition where the hymns are in latin and you're kneeling and it, it's very solemn and beautiful mm. and um and you're in you know it's just it's beautiful but then again i've been to exposition where people are sitting on the floor with their shoes off mm. when the blessed sacrament is and and i must admit i was i i judged that i, I was shocked i couldn't believe it i'm thinking oh my gosh kneel up like yeah and then and then i i you know, sat there watching these women sitting on the floor and I thought, no, they're really having a conversation with God. And I think I think that's where we have to get to in our life is to find to find that relationship with God in a way that suits mm. us. Um, and that might be these a Latin a Latin mass. It may be a yeah. <laughs> you know, a yep. evangelical mass. It may it you know, there are so many Ignatian yeah. whatever. There's not um, a, a, to find yeah. As Michelle said, you'll never exhaust the beauty of the Catholic Church because it's like a treasure chest. There are so many different ways to pray, to worship. Yeah. There's the music, there's rosary, there's scripture, there's adoration, there's like I, I totally agree. And to, and to not give up when one doesn't suit you, don't give mm. up, don't throw your faith away because it is beautiful. Yep. Um, but you've just got to find... What what you resonates know. with what 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 resonates with your what heart? makes your heart what makes you become fully alive? I mean, that's what God wanted. He wanted us to be fully alive, not just not just um, battling through. That's not yeah. that's not wholeness. He wants us to be holy, and holy is wholeness. It's not like you know, tight buttoned up shirt and you know, mm. uh, on your knees begging for forgiveness. It is yeah. being fully alive whole and he feels those cracks he feels those dark spaces let him yeah. if you let him yeah that's true it's um it's beautiful to hear the joy in your voice Jess because um you know when you come back from something like that um whether it be a retreat a conference world youth day or whatever mass and you're filled with joy and hope and um love and it is easy to to fall back into your natural, you yeah. know, your routine and life gets busy and you forget, like you come away empowered with I'm going to do this and I'm going to improve my interior life and I'm going to pray more and I'm going to invite friends to come hmm. along and, and you're sort of empowered and then it's it's quite so easy, easy for that to drop away. Yeah. So I think, you know, all of us, that's a challenge for everyone to um, find what makes you them know, become to... fully alive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and, delve and into I scripture. Feel like... Sorry. Wor- like try worship music. Try try reading the Bible with with a study. A study. Um, Blessed is she. Are so good at. They give you a. It's free. They give you a devotional. They send it to your inbox every day on the readings with um, one of their writers, um, um, giving a uh, like a, a reflection of it. Um, and mm. they resonate with everyday life. They're not lofty. Like he becomes real to you. Um, mm. Blessedisshe.net, I think that's what it is. Uh, I'll put I it in the, the show giggles. notes. Yeah. Um, Jess, 
uh, rang me one day when I was driving. So I was on loudspeaker and I had my children in the car. Uh-oh. And she said, <laughs> you said, you have to listen to this song. Get your boys to listen to this song. And it was some worship <laughs> song. Some yeah, it was the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it was, but we got off, you know, we ended that conversation and my eldest son just turned to me and he said, the answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> keep so trying. I think, yeah, yeah, just keep trying. That obviously didn't resonate with him. But you just got to keep trying. <laughs> Can, I, 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 I'm yeah. being quite um, judgy here, uh, as my kids would probably say to me. But um, it is for a purpose and I will clarify full disclaimer full disclosure mm. I do not mm. know for certain but this is but this is how I took I read the situation I'd just been to this um, amazing 24-hour experience of lightness and being you know encountering Jesus Christ and having him gaze on me and really fully understand that he he knows my name he knows me better than I know myself and I was kind of on fire and you know my word for the year is swim. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my husband, whenever someone suggests swim, I have to do it, right? Um, and it was 7.30 in the morning and although we were in Arizona, they have had this polar vortex and it was freezing. It was not warm. It was two degrees. And he said, we've got a big mm-hmm. day. Let's go for a swim. I said, Okay. <laughs> Mm. yeah so out I went to the swimming pool shaking with a towel wrapped around me and a and a massive jacket and I um I went out I'm swimming and I looked up okay I'll get it for you that's fine he always likes to (laughs) disrupt me (laughs) um I saw this it was 7 30 in the morning and I could be presuming here but this woman came out of a room and she had on stilettos and the shortest mini skirt and I kind of looked at her and thought what and then it kind of dawned on me maybe she's a, a call girl you know and I just or maybe maybe she just wanted brekkie maybe and, and, that, and she likes high heels <laughs> quite 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 true she could and I hope that's what it was but um, I I prayed for her, so maybe I prayed that she yeah. chose granola over the pastries. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I looked at her and we kind of locked eyes and she scurried away. Like, I shouldn't say scurried. Oh. She kind of ran away. And oh, my, my heart ached for her. And I thought, you're not meant to be running away. Like, stay in the light. In, in the darkness, that's where we're not. But that's where things fester and that's where things are hidden and and don't grow. You need the light Mm. to grow. We need the sun to grow and she should come back. I just, you know, I just, I don't even know if I'm making Mm. any sense, but I just had this overwhelming feeling of don't go there, come back, come back to the light, don't run away. You know, all is well. You can just bring things to the light and he can heal that and out of the darkness, can come such beauty. Um, well, maybe that's why she came out that morning. Yep. Because you prayed for her. Yeah, and she had granola over pastries. I don't know, but that, that was just my thought process. Maybe it was I was delusional yeah. and it was too early to be in the pool. But 
Yeah, Michelle Benzinger oh. says, um, she said, Lord, ignite an army of feminine geniuses with fears so bold that we make hell tremble and heaven rejoice. Um, and I just wanted to yell out to her, <laughs> come back. Yeah. We mm. need you. Oh. oh, well, you never know. That Im- the impact of that stare, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a warm stare. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Liv. What's what's brought so, you joy? Have you got anything else to say before we wrap up? Um, I I just think it's beautiful that you're. Did I say that you're so excited? You're full of the joys, and you've got enthusiasm, and I need a bit of that. Yeah, and I think we all need a bit of butt kicking. Yeah, yeah, and. Jess, I feel like Jess is like the halogen lamp and I'm the flickering oil lamp. <laughs> yeah, but you know what kind of makes that fire up is the wind and that wind, my friend, is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my joy um, is Jess bought me this beautiful book. Um, it's a it's a Blessed Is She. Lenten Journal. Uh, Lenten Journal. Um, she got it over in the States. Um, and it's just taking Lent day by day. And I, uh, to be honest, I haven't looked at it because I'm a bit, I just wanted to save it for Lent. So tomorrow morning I'll, I'll open it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is, I think it's called To the End, The Story of Sacrificial Love. Is that, yeah. am I correct? Yep. I don't have it in front of me. I'll take a photo and put it on the Instagram page, but it it will change you. <laughs> There's no doubt yeah, about it. it. And I, another friend of ours bought the digital copy. Yes. Is that, yep. So, so you can so do you that. You can still do it. Yep. If if you hear this before Lent starts. Yeah. Just download the digital copy. Do it with a friend. Do it by yourself. Um, you know, I'm going to have a small group. We're going to get together once a week and just just rehash. Like it's sharing and and actually and you've got to write. Journaling is this new to, thing new to me as well, and it is so. It's one thing to know something, but to actually physically write it down is mm. is so um, makes it real. It reaffirms, you know, and 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 it kind of brings things to life. It, once it's actually written on paper, it changes things. Mm. It's not just yeah. a, a thought in your head. It's not some lofty idea. Um, it's it's real, and that's kind of yes, so thank you for that pleasure. Well, my my joy is driving through the Hollywood Hills. This is where the tears actually first started. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think even the pets are Botoxed over there. Like it, it's <laughs> insanely synthetic. <laughs> the poodles with big lips. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a different world. But um, listening that we just had the radio on and a song came on. Um, Lauren Daigle's um, You Say, and it just broke me. It was so beautiful, and I just kept thinking of my daughters and of all the women that I have met and um, just people that have reached out to me. You know, we if, if we know we're not alone and we know we're not the lies that are fed to us, we can do anything. Um, so, yeah, just keep listening to what God says you are. Because he loves you and he knows you and you are 
he doesn't make mistakes. You're who you're, you are because that's what he wanted. And this song is so beautiful. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. Okay. Lovely. I'll, I'll, I have listened to it, but I'll have put it, it on on my way to school Have another right go. Now. Yep, do. Cool. All right, Liv, thank you very much. Pleasure. Enjoy your afternoon. Yep, you too. And yeah. good luck with Lent. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone, good luck. And, and it's not always something that we have to give up. I was, I'm quite excited about Lent this year, I just might just add, because mm. it's, it's not only something to give up and it's not meant to be drudgery and, you know, painful, which, it, you know, that it, they're all good things if we use them for the good. But it's something to do, do something for somebody else. Mm. I found that kind of liberating. Yeah. yeah. Be kind. Just be kind. Oh, and, and, and smile. Smile at your kids. Listen to a worship. Can, can I just say, listen to some music. Like it is, I'm going to put some songs in the um, show notes and they can listen to. It's real. Right, DJ, I, you go for it. <laughs> i got to run. Yeah, me too. Okay, nice chatting. Bye. See you.